Hi, welcome to The First Fill. My name is Q Nguyen, and I serve as the Director of Content here at APHA and will be your host for today's segment on Long COVID. Now, more than 767 million cases of SARS-CoV-2 infections have been reported worldwide. Post-acute sequelae of SARS-CoV-2 infection, or PASC, also known as Long COVID, is broadly defined as signs, symptoms, and conditions that continue or develop after initial COVID-19 infections. At least 75 million individuals around the world have long COVID based on a conservative estimated incidence of about 10% of infected individuals, though the number is likely higher due to undocumented cases. Most patients appear to recover from acute COVID-19 illness within four weeks, and the term post-COVID conditions is the formal umbrella term used by the CDC for the wide range of physical and mental health consequences experienced by some patients that are present for four or more weeks after SARS-CoV-2 infections. This includes patients who had initial mild or even asymptomatic infections. These persistent symptoms and conditions vary widely and thus are difficult to assess as well as test for. This is compounded by the evolving nature of our understanding of COVID and lack of working criteria. However, an analysis published in May in the Journal of the American Medical Association sought to better understand symptoms that are present in individuals infected with SARS-CoV-2 at six months or more post-infection compared to those who were uninfected. To do so, they developed symptom-based criteria to identify post-acute sequelae cases, or again, PASC. Data was collected from 9,764 participants from the RECOVER study. This was a prospective observational cohort study of adults with and without SARS-CoV-2 infection at 85 sites across 33 states, plus Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. Of note, enrollment is ongoing. Statistical analyses identified 12 hallmark symptoms to develop a PASC definition or long COVID definition. The 12 symptoms were assigned a point scale, and the symptom-point combination gave participants a PASC score, and this is further defined in the journal article. The symptoms, which I will now list, are ordered by decreasing frequencies among participants. The most frequently recorded symptom was post-exertional malaise, then fatigue, brain fog, dizziness, GI symptoms, palpitations, changes in sexual desire or capacity, loss of or change in smell or taste, thirst, chronic cough, chest pain, and abnormal movements. By identifying these clusters, investigators were able to go backwards and apply the PASC score to those enrolled. Based on this method of scoring, 10% of participants were classified as PASC positive at six months after infection, meaning they were identified to have long COVID at six months after their infection. Though this is a preliminary attempt at a symptom-based long COVID definition, further analyses and data will allow for more accurate stratification to better identify and manage patient recovery. In the meantime, this information reinforces some of the most common symptoms experienced by patients and can help pharmacists to not only better recognize long COVID and assist patients with managing their symptoms, but education provided by pharmacists may potentially reduce the risk of long COVID. Pharmacists have the opportunity to counsel on when OTC relief is reasonable or when escalation of care is appropriate. 
It's important to acknowledge that symptoms can be nonspecific and can wax and wane with activity or rest. Aside from OTC recommendations such as acetaminophen for headache or honey for cough, consider behavioral measures such as meditation or scheduled rest periods and dietary adjustments. We're talking about alcohol and caffeine consumption, for example, and even thinking about spicy foods. In regard to possibly preventing long COVID, it is crucial that pharmacists remain up to date on COVID-19 vaccination recommendations and therapies. Data is available to support that patients who are vaccinated are less likely to experience long COVID. High-risk patients may be eligible for prophylaxis or treatment with monoclonal antibodies or antivirals. In this way, pharmacists continue to have an immeasurable role as frontline healthcare providers. Whether in the inpatient or outpatient setting, pharmacists can also support transitions of care to address optimal therapies and medication regimens. Lastly, encouraging patients to seek out support groups or maybe even letting them know about opportunities to get involved in research on long COVID could be something that patients are interested in. Let them know that it may take months to improve, and though there's still a lot to learn about long COVID, we can serve our communities by providing education and resources. That's all the time we have for long COVID for now. Thanks for tuning in to their first fill. Don't forget to log on to pharmacist.com to claim your CE.